So today we're covering posture, which is something that everyone uh, needs to take note of, particularly if you work in a white collar profession where you're not just moving very much during your work and you might even notice that you're not moving very much. Uh, it's something that I started feeling when I got RSI during COVID. And um, I also invested a little bit into the standing desk fad. Um, I hesitate to call it a fad because, I mean, it's actually good for you. It's just that it takes a little bit of effort um, to adjust your posture. And people don't take it seriously until they're around my age, uh, sort of mid-30s. And I have a few friends getting into that now, and they're reporting some issues with their body. And I always send them RSI tips and posture tips. So sit up straight. Well, another thing that's uh, contributed, we probably caused different problems that we didn't exist. I mean, they existed, but not as frequently 25, 30 years ago, uh, was with smartphones, people have this thing that you call tech neck. Uh, mm -hmm. What's tech neck? Well, tech neck is just simply, uh, you know, this thing called forward head posture, which essentially over time, your, your chin just starts to drift forward and you start developing this bump in the back of your neck. And you essentially are moving, you start rotating and moving your neck from the top part of your spine um, and not having any motion in the lower part of your spine, in your neck, sorry, lower cervical, which is the lower part of your neck. That causes a lot of, uh, you know, issues, headaches, can cause, um, you know, nerve irritation. That can also cause so many, so many, so many issues. Your neck can cramp when you're driving. Let's say you're checking your blind spot and you're stuck in a tech neck position. And when you rotate, because it's not optimal rotation, you can start uh, pulling on your muscles of the neck. So many things can happen from tech neck. So definitely something to, to um, work on overall. Okay, so generally people have bad posture, they're slumped forward, that can cause issues in your shoulders, your neck, your middle of your back, lower back pain as well, cause issues in your hips. That's, so that's like why you look at just, when someone comes to you, it's like, let me, let me see, just stand, and let me see how you sit, um, because that, that bad posture can cause your body to compensate in ways that uh, is unhealthy. Let's talk about this. What does good posture look like then? Like if someone, because I think when people typically think like good posture, they think like you're, you're like military straight, uh, but it's not that, right? Yeah, I, I think, um, you know, good posture is essentially just effortless movement. Even when I talk about posture, I talk about like, I don't really believe that there's static posture. It's essentially everything's just dynamic. Even when you're standing still, quote unquote, still, there's always a, a shift that's happening where your, your, your muscles are constantly holding you in that, quote unquote, still position. So even when you're sitting, it's dynamic, even if you're trying to be as still as possible. So good posture to me is like making sure that you can move well, um, giving your current body and you can move pain free and you have to be aligned. So you have to be essentially, um, you know, when you're sitting, for example, sit at a 90 to 110 degree angle with your eyesight's like being able to look forward and not necessarily down or up. Let's say you're at your workspace. Your head should be in line with your shoulder and body. There should be no rounding of the shoulders. Your, shin, your chin should not be poked out. Your elbows should be give or take at 90 degrees so you don't end up having irritation in your ulnar nerve. And you know your feet should be making contact with the ground. And one of the main things about quote-unquote good posture is over time, I want you to be able to sit up straight Sit up straight is almost like the, the pinnacle that you want to work towards. And obviously, for most people, trying to sit up straight is going to be effortful for them. So because of very, you know, maybe they're not strong enough to do it. Maybe they're not, they're too tight. Uh, 
maybe they're not trained well enough. Maybe their body won't allow them to, and they're naturally more comfortable in the slouching position. And that's okay. But over time, we want to eventually make you be able to attain those positions. And when it comes to like movement and, and good posture in general, like you can, everyone can generally tell. Like, you ever watched the Olympics, uh, Brett? Of course. Uh, you know, you've seen like, yeah, exactly. So you ever seen really good athletes move or gymnasts move? There, there's so much effortlessness in their movement, in how they stand, in how they they move their arms, move their legs, you know, do backflips and stuff like that. And that just comes with, with good training. And it's the same thing for sitting. Like you should be um, over over time, you should be training to sit properly. It's not about like oh, all of a sudden you, you just have to be aware of it, and then your body will allow you to sit up straight. It doesn't work that way. No, yeah, you you lay out some cues for uh, good posture generally. So I think the uh, and there's some good ones you can just follow here. You, your ears are aligned over your shoulders, so you don't have like the tech neck thing going on. Uh, your shoulders are aligned above your hips, and when you're sitting down, you you want to be looking straight forward, not down at your monitor. This means you might have to elevate your monitor with some books or a, a stand of some sort. Um, and you get this nice cue too if you if you feel like you just want to become aware of your posture, roll back your shoulders. Because that will get rid of that slump you have. And you don't have to be super tight about it. Just kind of just a simple rollback. And I've, I've been doing that. I'll just, throughout the day, I'll be knows like, I'm going to roll, my shoulders crunch, crunch forward. Yes. Just roll back that shoulders. And that does a lot to just open things up. Yeah. And also, um, this is like a little simple trick. You, you should also watch out where your um, elbows are or where your wrists are. Because sometimes if your wrists are kind of bent backwards in extension because of like your workspace, then you end up getting like carpal tunnel. No. Yeah. You gotta be careful of this workstation. I had last, I'm going to say September through I'm still, it's, it's almost cleared up. I had the worst case of tennis elbow ever. And it was, it was in both elbows. So it started off in my left and then a month later, my right. And I was like, what is going on here? And I think it was just my, how I had my arms rested on my, my desk like it was just there it was something was off and i think it just it caused um it's like that sort of repetitive strain i had my elbows were in extension a lot and it just caused the uh, tennis elbow and it, it's it stunk it was not fun yeah definitely not fun um and yet um the way that you were leaning your elbows on your desk were probably just irritating the nerve in your elbow we're gonna take a quick break for your words from our sponsors and now back to the show Okay, so general posture, you want uh, just, you don't have to be like military straight, but it's just kind of everything in alignment, uh, whether you're standing or sitting. If you're sitting, you want to make sure your 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 feet are flat on the floor, knees are 90 degrees, because that can cause, if that's not, if you're not sitting sitting right, not only have to worry about the back stuff, but you have to deal worry about the hip issues as well. Like what happens, how, do, how does the way we sit all day affect our hips? Yeah, I mean, if you're sitting all day, you're essentially in a, a flex. Uh, your hips are always in a flex position, so therefore you start to lose the ability to extend your hip. And you know, when you're doing anything, <laughs> you need good hip extension. You know, whether you're doing a hip thrust at the gym or you're you're running. You know, walking is all about having good hip extension. Running is all about having good hip extension. Um, anything when it comes to sports, you need good hip extension. So imagine if you're spending. S- 15, 17 hours during COVID, hip flex, over time, your body starts losing that extension. And that's just in the, this thing called the sagittal plane, which is like front to back. You know, if you're, if, you're, if you're sitting and you're slouching to one side, you're, you know, you're leaning to one side, that starts causing issues side to side. You start losing your ability to bend 
bend sideways. So, so yeah, that's definitely um, can affect how you perform in sports or how you you know walk around, how you run, how you do anything. Uh, so there's been a lot of talk lately about uh, sitting being the new smoking and that people need, and I think people went out and they bought standing desk and or treadmill desk. And so they're just standing the entire day. They're walking while they're working, but you make the case that, okay, yeah, standing while working is, is good for you, but standing all the time, probably not. What's going on there? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the same thing. It's like the, the key to everything is just movement. You got to move a lot. Ideally, ideally, this is obviously in a perfect world and it will never happen, but ideally you should be, you should only be sitting for like 30 minutes at a time. So, you know, in a typical like eight hour workday, you should be sitting for four hours and walking for four hours and essentially breaking up the sitting and standing every 30 minutes. That's essentially in a perfect world. But, you know, similar to sitting, you know, if you're standing all day, it's, it's the same thing, because naturally when you stand, you're going to start um, a being immobile Two, you're going to start leaning more to one leg or, or more to the other. And you're going to essentially develop <laughs> these standing these versions of standing slouching that you will naturally start to do. Uh, standing leaning, actually, I, w- I should say. And I remember, I forget exactly the study, but I remember reading a study where they said like the ideal ratio of standing to sitting should be give or take, like for every hour of sitting, you should do like one, one to three hours of standing. So, which is essentially what I was saying earlier, which is, yeah, you should be sitting for max half your day. Got so I guess the, so you want to alternate so maybe sit for sit for thirty minutes and then move to a standing position for thirty minutes and then yes. sit thirty exactly yeah yes. the standing all day thing um, how you if you stand all the time you develop uh, imbalances as well I'm thinking back to when I was a waiter and you're on your feet all day and you're you're walking when it's busy you're moving a lot but I remember like when it was dead you just I'd find these weird positions to like lean <laughs> yeah totally and i just it would just my lower back would hurt it was not pleasant yeah yeah because you would probably just lean more on one leg you know and then lean into your hip and then you would just contort or you would like lean against the table probably when you're standing or let's say you're at the host you're at the hostess bar or not sorry the hostess uh, the front desk situation yeah you'd probably like put your elbows on it and just lean and then figure out new ways to be, be more quote-unquote comfortable and you know you do that for <laughs> again eight hours standing or sitting it's the same thing so a lot of stuff in the back half i strongly uh, align with that's uh, basically what i have right now i wish i could show you but this is audio uh, but essentially i have a standing desk but um, you want to have that sort of one-to-one ratio of standing and sitting and the best way i found to make it work uh, well one um, i do have a, a, a standing fatigue mat that i just just go just google a fatigue mat you'll see it um, that i stand on so i don't stand I, I, you know, I, I don't have shoes in my house, so I'm just standing bare feet. And, but it encourages me to stand a bit longer. The second thing that encourages me to stand longer naturally is instead of a normal chair, I have a high chair, meaning that um, it actually I don't actually have to lower or raise my desk in order to switch between standing and sitting. Uh, it's just permanently raised um, at a sort of standing-ish height. And uh, most of the time, that's fine for me. It also happens to be nicely set such that my arms just na- naturally float when I type. Um, I'm not ang- I'm not resting them on the keyboard, um, and it's just kind of like a perfect height. I'm also elevating my monitor, just like he said. Really trying to adjust for neck position, um, and uh, you know have good posture while uh, just like shape your environment 
to encourage a good posture rather than to have it consciously be something that you have to practice because I don't think that's uh, very sustainable. So highly encourage you looking into that. Um, this is one of those adjustments that you make once and then it just stays the default for years. So I think it's very high leverage.